Silver, Foxtrot. How are we doing? Hi, Reese. Hi, Harry. Hi, Kenny. Hi, Philip. Hi, Nick. Evening. Hi, Andy. You all right? Good day, Phil. How you going, mate? Breakfast time. Oh, look, David's joined us as well. I'll see you. Episode 69. It is episode 69. Episode 69. Giggity. Time to get our geek on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, how are you all doing? Yeah, very good, mate. Very good. Yeah, perfect. Very nice. Sorting prepping kit for this weekend. Ooh. Looking forward to that. That's the SEI one, is. yeah? Yes, mate. Mm. At uh, Dog Tag Airsoft. So I'm looking forward very much. Me, cool. Kenny. Cut the boys in the chat, Kenny. Oh, no, Kenny Rebel. Not that Kenny. I thought we met the other Kenny. Evening, Kenny Rebel, though. Yeah, Tony. Hi, Pony. <laughs> Pony Tony. Terry. Love you. What's up, bud? Blood? What's up, my blood? Was it fam, isn't it? My fam. fam. What's up, fam? <laughs> what if we get any aliens joining us tonight? Oh, I hope so. Always oh, nice yeah. when the old aliens drop in. <laughs> alien foliage, you know? Was it alien foliage? Alien, <laughs> alien aquatics. Alien, uh, alien aquatics. Yeah. It was alien it was aquatics and alien airsoft. And alien airsoft, yeah. yes. I wonder what the next one will be. I don't know. Could be a special one tonight if it's episode 69. Alien colonic. <laughs> yeah. Alien probing. Andy, have you got I'm your phone in front of you? The WhatsApp? No. Oh, okay. Well, I've got mine in front I've of me. I had a review and I was going to give it to somebody else to read in a weird accent. I thought Andy could do with some sort of like initiation. You just read it normally, can not you? Initiation. I sound weird enough, don't I? From, yeah, I was going to say, he's from Hemel Hempstead, so it's quite yeah. odd. <laughs> Because we can't can pronounce our words, innit? <laughs> it's all the hemp that grows up in the hemp stead. Yeah. <laughs> it's, all, it's all the interbreeding. <laughs> nothing wrong with that, mate. Nothing wrong with that at all. Yeah, but you're just really good at swimming. Leave it alone. Keep it local. Keep yeah. it local. Backwards. <laughs> <laughs> no, for remember Foxtrot are live on YouTube. Anyone? We have had a review. So this was from... Uh, <laughs> so it turns out we've, we've learned two things this week. One, we had a review. And two, that I don't get notified when we get reviews on iTunes. So this is from 9th of December, 2021. Um, I'll just there's casually loose, set this up on fire. There. No, it's a loose thread. That's all dealing with it. This, this is no <laughs> names, one, two, three, five stars. Brilliant lads with a great podcast. I'm totally new to airsofting and I'm hoping to play my first game over the Christmas period. The topics, kit advice, riffs, discussions that these lads have is top notch. I can't wait to hear more from them as my venture into airsoft begins. Thanks, lads. Did you read that out last week? And we've not heard from him since. No, didn't do it last week. I forgot last week. Didn't do what last week? A review. I forgot about it. But to be fair, I forgot about it since the 9th of December because I didn't realise it had come in. <laughs> yeah. So you'll have to check. You no, names, down, one, two, no names, one, two, three. Thank you very much for your review. Sir yeah. or madam? Yes. So, what really? if we had any uh, purchases this week? Yes. It's not arrived though. But actually, no, it's not a purchase. It was an old purchase which has now got back in stock, which I'm hoping is arriving this week. So, I got a, uh, well, this they describe it as a 35 to 40 litre. It's a Dutch Army patrol pack. So, it's similar to the British Army Northern Ireland patrol pack, DPM. Mm. Slightly different. It's got like an Alice belt around the top of it, so you can attach like Alice pouches and stuff to it if you wanted to, like the old US stuff. So I'm waiting for that to arrive this week. That is my only purchase, Your Honor. Or rest my case. Uh, mine's a tent. 
a single pole tent. Single so it looks pole. a bit... No, so it goes up over, so it looks like a taco. <laughs> so it literally... I know you said taco, but all I've like got in my single, head then like was... like a single ridge line. Going yeah, so it's like a single ridge line that goes over. That's not that hard um, to understand. No, I know. Yeah, I know he taco. said taco, but I was just thinking of a point, and all I could think of was a like a pastry type was a samosa. <laughs> samosa. I know you said taco, but I thought samosa, and I was like samosa. <laughs> <laughs> just drifting off. Yeah. <laughs> but you might... well. uh, I have no purchases other than well, not airsoft related. I did get some new foam panels. Um, for the podcast, nice. just can you do Mickey Mouse ears with him? I can do Mickey Mouse ears with him. Hey, uh, nice, like that because they're hexagonal shaped. I can go, I'm hoping I can do like weird and wonderful art on the wall. Can you not make yourself like a, an igloo? Uh, maybe I think you probably if you glue the resin into a like that a little might dome, might not be particularly good viewing, but I'll, I'll give it a go later. Yeah, right, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> I'll report back. Thank you. <laughs> Mike's doing Mike's doing the science over the weekend, he's gonna report back <laughs> next week. You did some sciences today, didn't you not? Uh, I did do some science, yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in relation to tonight's show. So the science has been done. Um, well, I don't know. How did I describe it, really? Acronymical science. So I came up with... Or, or AS. Huh? AS. What's AS? Acronymical science. Acronymical oh, right. Science. I thought it was like arse shit or something, like bullshit. But... <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Cam Watergarrix. That's what it's all tonight's show is about. I think you need Cam to write that out for everyone. Yeah, so Cam Watergarrix. So my thinking was behind it. We'd, so we're talking sort of tech and gadgets and things we take out in the field, like like technical aids to help you out there. Um, and I thought rather than me saying to like Andy and Mike, you know, have you got your nods, your firmware, your drones, your blahs, 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 and all that ready? If you just said, have you got your Cam Watergarrix ready? That then covers you for all of those little gadgety things. So I've sort of invented a combat airsoft mobile weapons assisted targeting and ground air recce automated comms systems. So that covers everything, then, doesn't it? Really? So you haven't got to go through everything. You can just say Cam Watergarrix. I've got it all. Quick, and easy. Like you say you haven't got to cover everything. You've got to explain what it is every time you say it. No, yeah, because <laughs> by the time you've got it, you've thrown it around the place a bit, just it's, loosely, just yeah. chucking it out there. Everyone's going to be like, oh, becomes... yeah, look, Cam Watergarrix. I know now. I now understand Cam Watergarrix. There we go. Cam Watergarrix. Make sure your Cam Watergarrix are on board. Can we have it as a patch, though, so we can remember it? <laughs> That's way too late. <laughs> so just remember, girls and boys, Cam Watergarrix. Combat airsoft mobile weapons assisted targeting and ground air recce automated comm systems. There we go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> That was my well, segment. That's the science segment over and done with. Pass on some events, please, because it's clearly been too long. <laughs> not, yeah, yeah, countdown has begun. I'm like, come on. Weekends are coming. Uh, right, I'll just jump in the chat. So Nick says, I see Legion have put their dates up for a few months' events. I think that runs they all the way up to December. So. Yeah, there's a lot of battle sims in there. There's one or two mill sims that I think shoehorned in. Mm-hmm. One at one at Bramley again, and I believe a second back at Longmore, mm-hmm. which would be good. So yeah, it's really uh, interesting. Hopefully, we we'll get all those up on yeah. the website. Absolutely, I want to do that one. I want to do the next Longmore. Yes, have some Absolutely. weird no recon unit. 
with Cam Ratigarix <laughs> Bris <laughs> bristling in it. Harry says, I bought an X-Cortec X3300 watt BB control unit, BB count up, count down, chrono and tracer. Got it for Octo as my 82 round mags need to be 60 round or less. It's like an alien's pulse rifle when it counts down. Oh, nice. Ooh, oh yeah, nice. I've seen those. X Cortex X three Is that the is that the one that um does your FPS as well? So you don't actually need to chrono. Or Ooh. am I thinking of so it literally well, I mean, it says chrono on there, so presumably that's yeah. yeah. Chrono and tracer. A, yeah. So it does everything. It counts how many rounds you've got, like the speed, the FPS, uh, your rate like of fire. And it's the thing with that is, I've seen them. That's rather good. That level of statistic means that you're going to get to the end of the event and you'll be like, right, I killed three people. How many rounds did I fire? 48,000. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so let's, uh, let's especially let's, let's, if we divide that by three, carry the one. <laughs> that's why, that's why I never bought one for the, <laughs> for the LMG because I'll just sit there crying. <laughs> oh, it's all going. <laughs> <laughs> Andy, yes, um, of course, it's got a chrono in it, you fool. Harry <laughs> <laughs> didn't say that. Stupid <laughs> question. He's a ridiculous point. <laughs> Evening, Ratty. Hello, sir. James sees all about that Cam Garrick. Sounds like something the Sully Army would get people learning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he knows, James knows the rules. Yeah. Evening, Mr. Kettles. Hello, sir. Yeah. Fresh uh, meat. Our... Hi, fresh meat. Uh, Terry, Homer Simpson moment, Lance. No, absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> Genuine science there, Terry. Love you know, mate. It's in there. No, I think he's talking about the bit where you went off on. Uh, oh, the, what Samosa? Uh, yeah, the Samosa. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh Samosa. Hi, John. John's joined us. I think John's new. John McLachlan. McLachlan. I probably just butchered that. Hi, John. Um, hi, John Mark. McLachlan. Quite easy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Right, let's jump into it. Let's actually do some uh, some, some podcasting. Go for I'm it, Mike. Bimbling through life. No, it's Andy's show tonight. Andy's come up with Andy, the idea. Andy, you are in charge oh. of the show. Over to you, mate. Hit it. Where is he? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, so, like, obviously, it's more uh, as us three, we tend not to use that much te technology, technology um, with the drones and things, but we have been on teams where they have used them. Um, and it's more just finding out what everyone thinks about the level of technology that's being brought into airsoft at the moment. Is it giving certain teams advantages? Um, things like that. So it's more to just see what people's thoughts are in regards to, um, oh, I've forgotten his name. I think it was Solo uh, Airsoft, um, where he made that remote control car with the Glock on it and was just going yeah. to people. Yeah, <laughs> or it was a claymore or something. So it was just nice. more what people think about using modern technology in regards to Milsim. Because uh, it's like we were talking earlier, and we said that it's only been within the last two years where organisers have said, right, I want you to take a photograph of this HVT. So everyone gets out their mobile phones. Mm. Or that you weren't really tasked with options of, Getting images of people and things like that. Personally, that's how I see it. I think technology is becoming part of Mill Sims, definitely. I think so, yeah. I think it's definitely a place for like that in some of the comments here. The drones coming into it, obviously the nods and the thermal. There's all there's a 
there's benefits and uh, negatives to all, to all of it. And, you know, I mean, drones particularly. I, I like it, especially like like uh, John there, evening John said in the chat. You know, with uh, with the Octo games where Blue Four have their drone up, the eyes in the sky, getting eyes on where our mm. locations and that are, but we still end up smashing them. But there we go. So that's the story for another day. Yeah, lads, all right, lads. Well, that's the case when there's uh, 30 of you. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all at once, though. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's wicked. I think it's quality having drones. I mean, you, get, you think, oh, fuck me, you know, it'll buzz in above your head, you know, get into it. Mm. Especially like, if you're in like the, the height of summer and you've got tree cover and stuff like that, you can get into cover and sort of try and you know, sort of duck and dive your way around the drone, get into a different position. It's unfortunate you can't shoot them out of the sky, but there we go. Capturing yeah, the enemy's thermal drone. There you go. Hang so, on a minute. That's a so game changer. David's my brother. Um, he actually runs his own drone company, oddly enough. Um, so they do various sort of drone surveys and the like. But he's got this proper, proper pucker bit of kit that comes in like three or four flight cases. Um, me Wookie man. Um, but with with these with these drones and stuff, like they get commissioned to like go search and rescue for for people and bits and pieces. So he's got all the Proper thermal imaging kit. It would be quite quite cool to get get him out to do that. I think I think possibly. Um, I know the uh, Super Milsim for Milsim players for Milsim, whatever we've talked about. Um, <laughs> oh, we've been Milsim, talking about Milsim players who really want a Milsim. That's yeah. the one. Um, the we might get him out Milsim. doing some uh, recon <laughs> bits and pieces or recce bits and pieces, and uh, maybe a little mobile printer and stuff like that, so we can actually like issue proper like hand printouts and things, which is quite cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. I don't like guns on drones. I'm going to put that out there now. What, in the, as think... in the real world or yeah. in Airsoft? No, it's the real world I get, fully appreciate I get, but I think in Airsoft, I think it ruins it, personally. I don't think um... it is. I think that would be great for someone to do that. <laughs> maybe not guns, maybe to, to, to drop like a payload, maybe like be able to drop a pea grenade or something. Uh, yeah, mm. I can see that. I'd be more inclined but... to think, oh, fucking pea grenade. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. one of them little Nerf whistles on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that, I think that would be that. that the whistle far outweighs the explosion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Big humongous, like 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 a Messerschmitt come a Stuka dive bomber sound, and then it goes <laughs> at the end. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I think personally, having a having a remote weapon system on on a, like a remote vehicle or something like that. I don't think that's, in my mind, within the spirit of Airsoft, per se. I don't think um, we should continue this conversation until mm. you apologise for saying recon, Mike. Oh, no, I'm going to stick with recon. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> can you have an American flag behind you, please, for the next show? I'll try, and, I'll try and get my American flag out. Yeah. Any, oh, is there any of you oh. for your um, descriptive oh, oh. cock-ups? We can right, just forgive it. Oh, look, look, look. He's got his American flag. <laughs> all I'm going to say is that... With, with the likelihood that the world is going to crap, there's there's a lot more land to hide in in America than there is in the UK. <laughs> so I'm just covering all bases and being like, yep, if I need to get out of the UK, I can. Um, Good luck with that. Yeah, but, um, no, but I mean, for, for so imagery and mapping and stuff like that, I think it might have a massive, massive game changer for an event. And I think it, um, yeah, I think it's an interesting one to add. I just don't agree with putting a, a pistol or something on it because ultimately, A, it's going to be inaccurate. So why is that any different to blind firing? I mean, um, you're not looking down the sights of the rifle either, are you? No. Um, so I, I just don't agree with the uh, the, the, the gun. Unless, unless unless it's one of them old school remote control cars where you've actually got the lead from the remote to the car. <laughs> yeah. and you yes, have to so follow I was following it. it around. 
That would be just picture now. <laughs> just like all up four, just look at this NATO dude with his wire running from his little, little old, his old Nintendo control pad to his car. Mm, Oh, there we go. Hang on, give me a second. Reverse. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the cord gets caught around the wheel and snags up. Oh, yeah. Give us a sec. Hang on. Yeah. Wait. Half time out. Yeah. Right. Marshall, can I get a time out? God. Yeah. Well, folks, here. <laughs> I've got to swap the AA batteries out. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Comes down to the crunch. It's like. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So a classic that I always see is when you talk about drones in airsoft is the, uh, and I'm going to call them a knobhead because they are a knobhead, but the person that you've got sitting there going, oh, well, if I ever see a drone in airsoft, I'm definitely shooting it down because if it's in play, then it's going to be a target for me to hit. What do we think of that? Yeah. You might you might have inferred my negative opinion of people such if like it was my, if, it, if it was my drone, If it was my drone and I heard someone say that, I'd politely remind them that they wouldn't be doing that. Yeah, mine, mine, mine would because uh, if they were in turning to the kamikaze yeah. pilot, yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> like with both clenched fists, <laughs> running at yeah, no, I don't, there's no need for that. Do you know what I mean? At the end of no. the day, it's a drone, it's getting eyes on. It's at some sites, do you need drone? Not really. You can probably see them for the size of mm. some of the sites you play at. Do you know what I mean? There's a good chance yeah. you're going to know where they are. You know, does it, does it give another team an upper hand? Potentially, I suppose, if it's got like a thermal capability or a night vision capability and it's over a big canopy area sort of thing, yeah. Then I would say it's got them um, in the heart of summer, though. If you're playing in a woodland site and you've got a drone up over a set of trees, they're going to get little gaps now and again, yeah. see little bits and bobs. Well, when we, had ours at, when we had ours at Octo, um, me and the I've forgotten his name, but me and the guy that owned the drone. Um, he linked, we tested it and we linked my phone to his drone. So I was out in the field. He was piloting back at base camp, yet I still got a live feed away from where we were. And then I got killed. So it was pointless. But <laughs> it did give me eyes on the lithium plant mm, mm. Um, for a good five minutes while we were setting up. I think it's cool. I think it's good. I think I think teams should be able to use them. I definitely do. It's just another element to the game. Another like, like we always on about immersion things like that. you've got guys there that would operate a drone and and then take over like remote control of it, you know, from the field via a hard mm. case or something like that. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, no, I think it's cool. Love I like the fact they're not up all the time stuff. as well. You know, yeah, I think maybe there should be like some. Yeah, I think I don't think they should just be allowed. Well, obviously, and obviously they can't operate all the time because obviously their battery power changing batteries out. You know, I think it should be similar to like a, like a satellite window, perhaps. Do you know what I mean? You get like a five-minute block of when you can have a, put a drone up in this grid. You know, not saying, oh, you can't use your drone for another for three hours now, but you can no longer use your drone over that sector. You can you can use it over here or, or whatever it is. Do you know what I mean? But just sort of like just to make it a bit more difficult. Give the, just give the side that's going against the drone a bit of a chance to manoeuvre. And then obviously the guys who've got the drone, you know, checking out somewhere else and stuff like that. So mm. that'd be mm. cool. I do like the idea of drones. I do, yeah, I like drones. Drones are a, a added part to Milsom, I think, or events. What or about what about ground drones, like things on wheels? 
So obviously, like you get them in a lot of computer games now, where they have a little remote control car that goes along the floor. We'll just just we'll just stick to cameras for now. Do you think that's slightly different to? I'd say I'd sort of be like a bit. I don't know. I'd find it a bit comical. <laughs> just like seeing this little car coming up past you, be like, <laughs> brilliant, yeah. little man in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's and the other, that's, that was, was going to be my other thing. Was like someone running around a corner yeah. and then come and then just going crunch. Oh, you know what I mean? It's like I know. Obviously, the guy who's brought it along is going to have to accept it's parcel parcel. Well, you've got something that's worth potentially over a grand cutting about the woods on the floor and there's loads of dudes running about that can't exactly stop themselves on a sixpence. Do you know what I mean? It's the, you know, you're going to have to accept that lot bit of liability that that could get broken. Mm. Um, as an organiser, I'd probably just be like, mm, nah, just in case. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. definitely aerial drones, yeah. Ground drones, are not so much for me. I, I'd, like I said, I'd find it a bit, bit odd. Someone, yeah, I can't see the benefit of ground Especially if I'm laying prone, like and then like this this thing just like a like a little fucking fish eye lens. Like, <laughs> I'm like and there's a guy at the other end. I, I know, there's me looking at it, I think there's a guy at the other end of this game. There he is. That just fucking creeped me out a little bit. Like, I'm not Sitting comfortable with this. You. I'm not comfortable <laughs> in this situation right now. <laughs> I'd put a little bit of tape over it over the tin of it like that. So just <laughs> no peaky pervert. <laughs> I do is, not consent. No sign, ground based drone. Like, you're not going to get realistically, you're not going to get much additional recon. By the time no. you get close enough to anybody to actually get eyes on, they're going to have heard you coming. I mean, at least with the aerial stuff, you know. And essentially, if you did see it coming, you could just throw a jacket over it. <laughs> <laughs> Just or chasing like a, around this thing on the ground. One of those mousetrap things, you know, like the proper old school case. Caught you. I mean, uh, you know, obviously uh, likening it to um, Rainbow Six. So the start of the, the computer game Rainbow Six, you usually get like the little drones you can drive around or scope out the buildings inside, can't you? And sort of mm. sneak about. And then that drone effectively can hide and... They're, they're quite quiet to find, whereas I don't think I've ever seen an RC car that doesn't sound like an RC car. Just get this, especially, especially if it's one of two straight ones. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I wonder where that is. <laughs> yeah. But then again, a like drone's not exactly like, quiet. Recce in like buildings and stuff, like the old fiber optic cameras, you know, like the old twisty, mm. snaky cameras. That'd be quite cool. A bit of that mm. sort of kit, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I got the sound of that. I've, I've no idea how much that would cost, but again, that'd be another little element to a to recce in a building. Mm. You get your recce on. You can pick up pipe cameras now for not a lot of money, like literally just plumbing pipe cameras. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which you could probably. Do they have a depth of field on them though? Like, is that are they designed They've to got a fish eye? Look... So they do open up. Yeah, but mm. in, they're obviously not designed to look in a room, are they? They're designed to look at plumbing, which is obviously quite close to where the camera is, presumably. Uh, not always. I don't, I don't know. Wait, what if it's what if the pipes as big as a room? You probably wouldn't be using a tiny little fishhole camera. Would you? Yeah, no, you were <laughs> blocked, and you'd only find there was a tiny little hole to get in there to see what was blocking it. <laughs> but That's when we send someone else stop down. Dissecting my fucking remarks, all right? Well, all I, all I wanted to add is, in terms of ground-based vehicles, right, and, and like ground-based drones, <laughs> right? So the little RC cars and stuff, I'm not really fussed by that. However. 
if it gets to a point where you know like the little um walking dog robot things that you can get nowadays that like boston dynamics and that are developing mm. um if i can ride into battle i'm definitely having a drone ah <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. oh, see <laughs> Just carry all your kit on it. Autonomous dogs to ride into battle. Yeah. <laughs> a little seat on it. I can have a little perch for the LMG on the front, and we can we can go in like that. That'd be great. Like as long as they take nine volt batteries. Yeah, that'd be fine. Many, many, many <laughs> daisy chains, yeah. nine volt batteries. Yeah. What about field yeah. periscopes? Oh yeah, field periscopes. Yes, yeah, a nice one. Yeah, yeah mm. I know the couple of story, uh, books I've read recently that the um, obviously like the Recce platoon or snipers. You know I mean, Y Company, I think, known as for, in the PWRR, they still use the Second World War periscope for their sniping and stuff like that. It's, it's a wicked bit of kit, very simple, basic bit of kit. But uh, you know, what was that uh, book I read? Sniper One, uh, British Army in oh fuck. I can't think of the name of the place. It's Iraq. But I can't think of the name of the town that they're in. I can't remember. It's gone. Simic House. Simic House in... Bleh. I can't think of it. But yeah, he mentions it in the book that they used like, the, Second World, the Second World War Sniper Periscope. That was cool. Hmm. Battlefield Periscopes. Automated, ba ba automated Battle Badgers for Mike Fraser to ride in on. Yes! <laughs> <Yeah>. Battle Badger. <laughs> I like the sound of Battle Badger. Harry, get on it. Harry, 3D <laughs> yeah, printed Battle yeah, Badger. Yeah. You've got about two You could two just weeks. whisk me up a Boston Dynamics Battle Badger. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. James C says Basra, Lance. No, it weren't Basra. It wasn't. No, Simic House wasn't Basra. It was, um, it began with A. I want to say Akaravi. It's not Akaravi, though. It's, oh, no, I'm sorry. Just leave it with me. Leave it with me. Don't even my phone is. Talk amongst yourselves. I'm going to Google it. So that's going to. That's going Harry's to on it. Piss me off. <laughs> yeah. So Harry's on it. <laughs> um, James C said, "I wouldn't knock wheeled vehicles. The RMs are using that throw bot thing. See, that's the thing. I, I'm not. I'm not suggesting that they're useless. I think any any element that's going to give you an extra bit of like um, Alamara. Intel. Alamara." In Iraq, Simic House. That was the book, Sniper One. Read it or listen to the audio version. Brilliant. Danny Mills, I think it was. Sergeant Danny Mills. Yes. If you have not read it or listened to it, highly recommend that book. Brilliant. Sorry, Mike, carry on. No, that's fine. I say, I'm not I'm not not directly knocking the wheel vehicles. I just I just don't see I've not seen anything in Airsoft yet that warrants a little drone, to be honest with you. No, no maybe down in the prison or something. Yeah, yeah I don't know. know. I get we the drones and that. I don't know. Maybe, maybe because we've not tried it yet. Maybe we haven't used one yet. Mm. Maybe there is a benefit. You know, I've never seen one or or used one. So you know, if they if they if they can operate like really quietly, and mm. I could see it. You know, like at a private site, for example, if you was patrolling, especially like in the heights, somewhere when you've got a full canopy, all the ferns and brackens up. If you wanted to get eyes on like down down a stretch of lane or something like that. You could send a little little ground drone and get a little peaky peaky around the corner. But then but there's no advantage to that over a little aerial one, is there? You can literally throw the aerial one up and then you've got a lot. Yeah, more but no, that's what I'm saying. Though, but if you've got a full canopy, you, you're not going to be able yeah, to see. I mean, even the small small drones and stuff, you can fly those around. Oh, I suppose, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It'd be good to see one and just see, see, you know, sort of have a look. If anyone's got one, let's bring it along. That'd be great. Well, I'll tell you what would be useful is if you're ever doing an IED roll, 
that's that's something I can see as being that'd useful. be cool, yeah. yeah and be, and um, actually, that'd be good for an event organizer to actually introduce that ground uh, drone. Um, if there was that sort of uh, scenario where you had to go and get eyes on and sort of decide, well, can, how do we approach this sort of thing uh, by using the vehicle going in, or even using it in such a way you've got to go into a room you can't you can't enter that room for whatever reason it's whether there's been a gas release in it or something but you've got to get some information with the camera you know record something or photograph something in that room that you, obviously no human can sort of enter it that'd be quite cool cool little scenario to do that yeah. you can even do it sort of, yeah. like the, sort of like the old nightmare show where the guy is actually controlling it's can't see the screen but the guy his navigator can see it and sort of telling him sort of forward left stop just oh, to make right, it a little yeah. bit more difficult, that'd be quite cool. Rather than just going, yeah, like a yeah, wicked game. Like a little break. mini game. Like a little mini yeah, game. Yeah, like a little, little, little micro, micro mission within yeah. the mission. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There we go. The technology's there. Is... We've used ground drones, but they're noisy and get stuck on terrain. Yeah. You haven't made them big enough. <laughs> we'll make battle big badger, boy. that's what you need. Yeah. You need a Harry battle badger. Yeah. Kenny says you need a wheelbarrow RCV with shotgun for bomb disposal. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah it's like the stuff we use at work. Like we use push rod cameras and things like that. Like Tony, the guy that I work with, just messaged me. I think he's listening. Um, he said, like, we use push rod cameras and stuff, and they're, they're not big. They're literally about that big. You could push in and just poke around the corner mm, and that'll give you right. a good enough image like you can you can set something up quite easily in regards to like a video image mm, mm. and you can change like you can buy cameras and have all different lenses so you can change what sort of field of view you have as 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 like a setup that'd be quite okay. cool yeah on when the you about the lenses there you could like Obviously, if you've got if you've got to find something in the room, rather than giving them a massive lens that they can see everything, actually concentrate mm. that lens down a bit so they've actually got to move around the room and look. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like narrow that field view down, sort of thing. That'd be quite cool. Quite a mission-specific type thing, though, isn't it? I mean, ultimately, again, definitely, it's yeah, of, it's very specific. The more it, holistic view of it, you're not going to be using that as a regular, regular event because how? I mean, I don't know how many events you guys have been to where you need to sort of slowly, slowly, like go through a building. But I mean, okay. Like like an airsoft to I'm not gonna liken to the real world because we obviously don't compare to that. Like an airsoft to the Hollywood film, where you know the the guy the like the the little crack team are sneaking up on the building, they're doing all the recon, they're working out where people are, they're moving around the building. I've never been to an airsoft game where people are purposely patrolling the same route, knowing full well that they're going to get attacked because they're there for, you know, a, a 24 hour game. So at some point there's going to be some sort of attack happening. Mm. Mm. Um, whereas with the real world, they are guarding bases and things with with the insight that they might not be attacked. You know, it, whereas with airsoft, it's kind of you know that there's going to be a firefight at some point in airsoft. Otherwise, people won't go to that airsoft game. Yeah, yeah. But I think, mm. yeah, I mean, I suppose it depends. It's, it's as and when that happens, though, isn't it? Mm. You know. But then again, that's that's, that's scenario led, or it's going to be how, how the players sort of play it out. Generally, you know, depending on what you do within that event. It opens up different doorways and different channels. But then that leads almost quite nicely onto fixed cameras and trip mines and laser alarms and things like that. Do it, like if you're defending a area, 
is putting that sort of technology in place giving you the uh, an, a higher advantage i think it's certain, that... that that would certainly help a lot at night if you're in a harbor area and you've got mm. you've identified like, with your roaming patrols during the day you've identified you know access and egress points into your harbor area like weaknesses you know weak areas where you know enemy can get right up on top of you before you've got a chance to see him because you are going to be in cover there is going to be elements of that well, you can see behind me in the image behind me, you know, undulating ground. Some bushes are higher than others. You're laying prone. You're not going to be able to see there. You've only got a certain distance you can see. So putting those early warning signs out there, whether it be, you know, we've done it at a couple of events where we've bought them little keyring rape alarms where it's like a circular disc with a with a keychain and a little metal pin. So as soon as you pull that pin mm -hmm. out, whoop, so you, you fix the, the alarm end keychain onto a bit of fishing line. As soon as that's pulled, bang, you think, right, okay, that's where I know where I'll place that that trip i know where they are now you know you obviously you you brief your, your sections during the day of, as to where these locations are going to be not to enter you know the way they're going to come in is going to be different the way they go out is going to be different the way they come back in from patrols but yeah i think i think there is a massive place for for sort of trip alarms you know beasley alarms nine mil blanks 12 mil blanks uh, 12 gauge blanks sorry trip flares if we can do it um especially for nighttime absolutely that's a that's a massive plus, I think, for a, for a, for a harbour for a fixed area. I think yeah, so it makes about... attacking a fob a more formidable thing as well, because ultimately, mm. you know, most people aren't going to be sitting there wanting to be on stag. So why not put a few extra defences and bits and pieces in place? Mm. You know, you mm. can defend a smaller area with less people, um, and it's still it's still you've still got that proper challenge for that assaulting force. Um, well, this is it exactly, exactly that, yeah. I mean, you could you was to go to the same. If it's an audio trip, it's not a kill, but obviously you have given yourself away to the enemy. And then on the other hand, you've got the auto, you've got the um, you've got the uh, wireless debts and things like that, which I've seen guys use the Octo game really, really well. You know, we've managed to go into a section of woodland and place sort of like half a dozen out at certain key points where there's cover, you know, where there's a where there's a shell scrape or something where they can take cover in. We've backed off as they've come in, pop, 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 pop. You know, taking out a few guys, so they work really well. Yeah, definitely a place for that. Hundred percent. What about maybe, maybe a limited, maybe a limited ammo count on busy mines and stuff like that? Same, same as like you know we we talked about. Yeah, I mean obviously there's got there's got to be this, got... you know, but then you should be be in the mindset where I mean at the end of the day, I mean from my, if I was an organizer, at the end of the day, if, if if I've got the op four guys are in are in the harbor area and there's three points of entry into that harbor area. That are quite easily navigated, whether it be day or night time. I've quite happily have all three of them tripped. You know, where they put them and how many they use. I personally, it's that's up to them, really. You know, I don't, I don't know if you could put a limit on it. I don't, know, I don't know, really. Hmm. It depends. Really. I think I mean, having it, a... it depend on the size of the of the area they're trying to 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 protect, sort of thing. You know, yeah, whether they but I suppose you could limit it, limit it a day, couldn't you? I don't think you'd need so it you have... a day. No, I meant like per twenty-four hour. Oh, okay. So I you have yeah. have five twenty-four hours, and then the next night you're given an hour to set more up in different locations. Yeah, or even have like a maximum. You're allowed to you're allowed to put out a maximum of a four, but you can move them around. So once they've been tripped in one place, you're probably not going to leave it in the same spot. You might do. No. But then it also gives a unit another thing then to go out, rearm them, or move them, 
shift location, mm. rebrief guys on where these new locations are. You know, it's all, it's all adding those little bits and bobs that you've got to do, your little bits of admin to keep the sort of the event ticking over, sort of thing, which is cool. I like that. One thing um, I did just want to mention is that I clearly had some sort of stroke of genius when we were discussing the show beforehand because um, I was adamant that somebody had already bought these these little PIR battery powered lights. Um, you can buy them on Amazon. Um, just find a quick two six. Uh, so you can these are these are battery powered. They're PIR, which means you know you you've got your motion sensor on there. Um, if you if you are setting up in a dark area. This is this is effectively giving you a little automated light that comes on if there's movement that runs past it. Oh, um, sorry, mate. I thought when you said you had picture, bought these before, haven't you? No, I haven't bought that. No, I've got one. It's it's made by a company called Mr. Beams. I've got it in the garage. Um, ah, right. I've got one of them. I thought you said it was an IR light, as in like it. it, it oh no, it's PIR assistant for your nod. Sorry, mate. That's my bad. I didn't read your thing correctly. Yeah, no, that's I have right. got one of these. I didn't buy it for airsoft, but they, they it would work brilliantly because you can just cut the screws, fix it to a tree with a bit of a. Uh, with a bit of paracord or something like that, and it mm. can illuminate a track. You know, it's like you said, motion censored, perfect. We have used them at APOP before. Mm. Um, not these ones specifically, but a motion censored night. No, I think Dan, <laughs> uh, Dan in our team, he brought one up. Um, I'm not sure if I brought one up as well. I might have done. Perhaps I did. I don't. Know, I can't remember. But um, yeah, they are. It's very good. You know, really good bit of kit, and it it doesn't give out a massive blinding light. It's like, oh my god, a fucking spaceship's got to beam me up. It's but enough for you to see clearly that right eyes on you know what i mean they've just illuminated them basically completely screws night vision as in natural night vision because you've, you've been walking through a dark forest and all of a sudden <laughs> light comes on so yeah early indicators early warning signs give you that little edge mm, that'd be cool we'll just dive into the chat quick yeah. then that is um yeah so lots of stuff coming in there looking Paul good Wales, this, i'm going back a while ago now but paul as well says plan saw buddy back Thanks, Paul. how you doing lads that's what i reckon that means <laughs> Uh, James C. Airsoft Camman did that with the RC car thing from COD. Yeah. Ah, um, oh, right. Yeah, the old camera kills and all that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Harry says Silo did a video of a drone and a full auto AEP and then the RC buggy with a BB bouncing Betty. Wicked. Yeah, that was the bouncing. <laughs> yeah, that was the one I was thinking of. But then again, is that is that cheating? Do you know what I'd hate to happen is if I was a, like a gillied sniper laying up and one of these cars just come hairing at me, whack, straight into the face. I'd be like, yeah. fuck. Oh, I'm sorry. Are we, are we upset with the snipers getting a headshot? Meow. <laughs> no, I'm all for headshots. I'm all, over, I'm all for headshots. I think getting hit in the face with a car is a bit extreme. <laughs> As long as, it's the, as long as it's the appropriate jewel. But it was it's the only part of his body I could see. It was the only part of the exactly. body I could see. <laughs> um, Ratty says, glad to see the chaos hasn't diminished during my listening hiatus. No. no. I, I've just yeah. added to it. I think it. I think it has got worse, the chaos, but I'm loving it. <laughs> yeah, I was just about to say it's got progressively worse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> fresh meat, I've now moved off... <laughs> Fresh meat. I've now moved off mortars. Got a new project to start. This one will cost me real, really money. This one will cost me. It's building a tank. It's building an airsoft tank. <laughs> well, I don't know. God knows what what he's got in his mind. Yeah. <laughs> um, Octavate. If you're going to use offensive drones, you have to accept they can be shot down. What? Yeah. Absolutely, that, sir. Ash Ashley made a comment about that. Where is it? Yeah, that's one. Yeah. So if you if had you're a right 
Sorry, go on. Yeah, I was going to say, if you have a mounted weapon or a, a mobile weapon, you need to be able to take it out, in my opinion, um, from a distance. You don't have to walk up to it and turn it off. It needs like a Maybe, target um, to hit where, where, with uh, like a dead switch. Yeah, where Octo said about uh, we've got like using a, 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 an offensive weapon that can be sort of shot down or anything like that. I wonder if you could have a um, sort of like a laser tag esque type thing on the actual drone. So rather than them getting BB'd up and potentially causing it to physically crash to the ground, hmm. um, if you've got a laser pointer on your rifle, be if you if you was about to laser designate it and it went like flash, 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 set an image off back at the controller's unit, says you have been hit, return to base. And that's it. You're, you, that's it. That game comes back. That could be. Oh, that that would be. That, that, that put it in like some big anti anti aircraft thing. That would be wicked. <laughs> yeah. There's an element of the game, isn't it? You know, no, you well, that's use... the thing. If you've got like a proper anti aircraft unit that you've got to sit there and you've got to take the drone out with, that would be even better. Mm. You know, because then there's. I mean, there's an appropriate... I mean, yeah. The science is dripping. <laughs> <laughs> but you could quite easily do it. You could just buy one of those. Um, um, you know, the laser tag. Um, house ones. I oh, know you need you need the you need the proper decommission. Yeah, fucking... no, but we but need put that into something for the sensor and the. You can get the Harry. little pistol ones. Come on, yeah. I don't know what the <laughs> Harry, 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 come in, Harry, Harry. <laughs> yeah, Harry's building one now. <laughs> Harry, need, Harry needs to move into my loft so, so I can. If we get an idea, I can just pick up. <laughs> Harry, wake up. <laughs> Got a job on. <laughs> Why did I picture the? Um... No, no, I'm not going to go there. <laughs> I'm not going to. What did you picture? No, 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 no. I'm not gonna. <laughs> no anti-drone rocket laser tag on it. Thank you, Harry. You're gonna have a very long night. Get the keep the coffee yeah. hot. <laughs> Harry, uh, Harry's David, list. David says you can get a golf ball or fishing bait attachments for that drop the payload. Just need a priming device and you could drop pyro. Yeah, so yeah, basically. They, well, funny enough, they do actually do a badger bait boat for carp fishing, which is basically got the hmm. like, in the hole. It's just got two doors that. Off a remote once you get to a certain position in the lake, boom, drops your bait and all your all your ground bait and stuff like that. So Lancaster Bomber with payload doors just dropping like 50 <laughs> P grenades. But then again, bombing if you drop a P shit. grenade from a great height, <laughs> could you imagine that? Hits, like an actual bombing run, like, if they actually did that would be something quite <laughs> I quite like to see. Have you seen actually saying that? Have you seen the new flashbang smoke M11 uh, multi bangs? No, I haven't seen them yet. Oh, 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 oh. I want to fucking get hold of a few of them. <laughs> yeah, they look like wicked fun. Like as an initial bang, like bang, 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 bang. I was like, if, you, if everybody threw one of them, it would be chaos. <laughs> I think that's that would be cool if you could somehow properly replicate an airstrike. Like mm. if you can call in an airstrike on an enemy position, because I have seen it done once. Uh, it was a little local site. This was down at Bush Valley, and the marshal basically came in with like eight Mark Fives and just went. Another great idea um, for a bomber run on it. <laughs> <laughs> Harry's list is getting longer and longer. <laughs> uh, oh, James C. Amazon actually sell drone droppers that wire into the landing light. Been seen in some war zones recently. Ooh. Yeah. Mm. Um. Cool. Everyone's on, everyone's now on Amazon. <laughs> yeah. Um, Alien World Airsoft. <laughs> oh, Alien there they are. Yay! Yay! Uh, what if I had a remote controlled turtle that was actually a claymore mine? Fair or no? 
Well, we don't get many turtles over here, so it might stand out. Hedgehog, <laughs> hedgehog could be a bit misleading over here. Yeah. A, cow, a cow shit. Yeah. <laughs> a oh no, you know what you need. Shit. You know what you genuinely. You know what you need. You need a football. Right, put a football that goes off when you kick it, because no one can resist kicking a football. <laughs> no, I I get one of the footballs that's cast concrete and leave it out there. That's it. Play it out the game. <laughs> Unless they've got proper footwear on. Now, this would be a test for your footwear, ladies and boys and girls. <laughs> if you can score a goal hitting that ball. <laughs> Have you seen the video of it, though? That guy, he, he, he casts a concrete football, paints it all up, and puts it in the yeah, middle of a park, just puts a camera on it. <laughs> it's cruel, but it's so funny. <laughs> Sometimes these things need to be done. Yeah, I'm sorry, but yeah. It's like the dude in the ghillie suit that hides in plant pots and shopping malls and just makes old ladies jump. <laughs> That's the reason ghillie suits were invented in my eyes. <laughs> isn't that just silly ghillie? Yeah, isn't that just silly ghillie on the weekends? That's just... it. That's, the, that's <laughs> it. That's silly, silly ghillie doing his quality checks before he sends out a yeah. batch. People think people think silly ghillie like dresses up for airsoft. He doesn't. He, he just he's got a problem. He's just <laughs> yeah. he just doesn't name, have any other way of telling us. My name is Silly Gilly, yeah. and I have a problem. He, he just dresses down for airsoft. <laughs> yes, he, yeah. I dress down. <laughs> All he does is take the plant pot off. That's, yeah. just, just sort of jumping from like here is it? Octo eight. We did use wall penetrating radar on one game to locate tangos in a building. That sounds quite cool. Ooh. Like I, can see, I can see that working well. Penetrating. Nice little bit of a dose of radiation for them all inside the building. Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. Why are we glowing? Uh, Pegasus New. Pegasus says, uh, is the lack of recon patrol down to how the event has been organised and put together, or is the player just not getting into character and instead going, just going looking for a fight? This this came in at the same time we were talking about how, you know, when, when you're out on patrol or whatever, you kind of you know you're an airsoft game. Um, um, is the lack of recce slash patrol down to how the event has been organised and put together, or is the player not, just not getting into character instead? No, I don't think you can mm. blame a lot on organisation because no. the organisers will give you a scenario. If you don't want to get into it, what's the organiser meant to do? Yeah, they can't give force you, a five, you to do it. Exactly. Yeah, do you know give I mean? you a fiver and go, go on. Get going, yeah. So I don't. I mean, think it's, it's it depends what rare. sort of if, you're, if if you're going out on a combat patrol, recce patrol, you know, or just like a, a roaming or standing patrol, um, that's going to be sort of like brief to you prior to you going out. So if you're going to go out on a recce patrol, then you are going to be going into an LUP and and sort of laying up for a period of time. There's all different elements that are going to come with it, and there's a ninety percent chance that you won't fire a shot because you're there to, you know, to for reconnaissance. Not for fighting. Yeah, you'll be there for feeding intel back to plan an attack to get eyes on a target that you need to find, find out where they go, what they're doing, how many, what numbers are vehicles, blah blah blah. So there's all different elements to it. I mean, someone just, I mean, I can't stand. I mean, we had it at the bat, a battle sim we attended not so long ago. Um, we just saw some sections was just not paying a blind bit of attention to the, the briefing they were given. As soon as it went started. They just fucked off and did their own thing. Yeah, it's just going up to keep a blah blah blah. And then you could have you're you're currently trying to do an objective, but you're a full section down because they're off yeah. playing like in hot Hunt shots the out in the forest. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Mm. It's like we could have done with you there on our left or on our right or backing up, bring up the center, but you weren't you were playing Rambo over there. So yeah. 
I think also as well that's down to the sort of people that are getting into airsoft in, in Milsons, they're still transitioning from the skirmish side of things. Mm. I think times. Yeah, yeah, there is yeah, there's that element to it as well. Which is yeah, obviously no fault of anyone's it's you know, if it's your first event and that, but I don't know, I don't know. Some I've 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 seen it where some people you think is gonna be ooh, hello. Well Andy, it just turns out that it just just want to sort of dick about a bit really which is a bit but then again would having a app being able to track yeah you notice that look at that i'm smooth (laughs) (laughs) um (laughs) be able to track other teams or other squad members be helpful as in i haven't got used to this blue Blue force <laughs> oh yeah, I'm with you. I mean, personally, I think you should be able to rely on your comms before you go to an app. I think you should know the area you're in with your map skills, know how many friendly teams you've got out on the ground, where their sort of rough location is. You know, I can't see you having multiple. I can't see any event having plus sort of six friendly forces out on the ground at any one time. Different sections, you know majority of the time it's usually like three or four sections out on the ground you know then you're going to have one on qrf one on one on stag or something like that so you should have an idea of where they're sort of operating before you start using having to use an app and that especially See, i you're... think it boils down to the size of the site and what you've got going on i mean if you had uh you got going on? <laughs> if you've got your <laughs> command element on each on each squad um with the blue force tracking so you can keep an eye on where people are you know it doesn't have to be that everyone in the team's got access to it that they're all sitting there going oh look there's my mate tim over there and he's over there and steve's mm. up there for some reason in the tree um <laughs> steve's no, retrieving think... his steve's just retrieving his drone god damn it steve <laughs> <laughs> but yeah what I, I do then if, I, if we did have that tracker I'd, I'd be it'd be i'll be sellotaping my phone to the back of the rc car Look, Lutz, like he's like Flash Gordon. He's just flying around this side. Look at the speed of the man. <laughs> yeah, I think ultimately, ultimately, the um having having that implicit level of tracking is pointless. Um, mm. but if you get it, from a, I get it from an organizer point of view. Having it back at zero, mm. for for them to be able to have a big screen and be able to see where their sections are, because I get that they're going to have a lot of guys coming in on comms reporting back different stuff so if they can actually see real time definitely i think that's probably a huge benefit for an organizer to be able to see where their forces are out on the ground for both blue four and up four um and where they need to sort of instigate little things they can move their chess pieces around mm. i think that's a massive benefit <sighs> i can't what about see... squad on squad so what? you know you're going into a building and you can look down, say, on your arm, and you've got your phone there. And you mm. can go, well, actually, three of our guys are in here, so we need to radio through so they don't light us up and we don't light them up. If Do they're in your own section, what, what? See, if it, if they're in your section, they shouldn't be in there without you knowing about it. If they're a different section no, entirely. Yeah. Yeah, I get that. But then it should be PID in, really. If you know you've got guys clearing buildings, you know what I mean? You've got your challenges, your challenge words and stuff like that. Mm. You know, that's where your comms comes down with zero as well. Like, if you've got a proper good zero element, yeah, and, and you're, you're not going to enter a building without first zero going into going into zero and just saying, you know, this is blah blah blah, we want to access blah blah building, and they can come back and say, no, hold fire, section four is already in there, 
okay, cool, leave it to clear out and we'll move on. They'll, they'll then tell you, you know, you can move on to this building, move on to that building, or, 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 or do whatever you've got to do. So I don't know. I can't see a need for it, really. I don't know. Unless it's a vast, vast I mean, like, I'm not sure how big like, the Sterling sites are. Maybe maybe there would be a requirement for it there if, they're, if their ground's that big that they do their events in. I don't know. Mm. I'm not sure how big that Andy, you've been to a couple of Sterlings, haven't you? Uh, I've been to one. Would you say, uh, I don't know where that was, where you played. I'm not sure if you could say, is it a vast sort of area that would that would warrant that sort of tracking app no the one that i went to wasn't that big it wasn't really a mill sim it was more one of them i mean i'd want, little... i mean i'd give it a go but you know it's like it's the whole phone is in a case you're getting your phone unless you've got the old mounted thing on the old rig bop, 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 mm. which is cool get that just for reference to the map and that but i mean i'll just i'll just run a map case in my map pocket in my, in my left hand trouser pocket is where my map goes you know yeah. run me you know that's is what it is, isn't it? Andrew Taylor says trees is a massive site. That's what. Oh, there we go. Then so maybe, maybe there is a call for it there, perhaps. But mm. um, then, but then on the flip side of that, if it's such a big site, you're more spread out. You're going to have slightly more time to sort of carry out sort of like a comms check with another section and check your map. Nah. You have that little bit of time to do that rather than being on top of each other. Maybe maybe there's a call for it more in, a, in the much smaller urban sites where you think like, you know, you know I don't know, I don't know. I, personally, for me, I'd just sooner stick with. Knowing the ground, knowing your comms, and then you know, sort of relay messages to, to and fro from each other, and obviously remain maintaining contact with zero. James C. So I was just going to make the same point, funnily enough. So it seems to be useful at some of the American games where the sites are massive. So I think if you would go to Border War, for example, and you need to coordinate, so you need to coordinate that many people at an event that big on a site that that's that's that big. If you break them down into the various sections and squads, if you assign the cool signs and bits and pieces and you've just got one person with that on you know i mean that that's quite a useful way to coordinate from your command element but uh, yeah. i say i i just i just don't see unless it's a way of working out if a player's lost to so say you know where's where's pete gone uh we don't know we can quickly find out because he's on the he's on the uh the old tracking app um i just oh, pete I goes see... missing again God yeah damn it. <laughs> yeah bloody pete pain in my ass um yeah an interesting one but because the other thing and the, and the thing i've seen with mobile phones the most to be honest with you people just using them instead of comms oh the comms have gone down i'll just give them a quick call like yeah I'll <laughs> I've, seen that. That used, <laughs> I've seen that used both blue to blue and then also oh yeah she want to do a little sneaky team up right i've got i've got i've got wayne's number i'll give him a quick call and we'll, yeah, we'll arrange something All right, and just put it this way. So, what two bits of tech that you'd run, Mike, out in the field on a regular basis that you consider a sort of like a like a technical advantage to your game? Oh, are we excluding anything? Mate? Any, 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 no, anything no, that, no. You, that you perceive is that, that you run for yourself that you think is a little bit techy? I run for myself. Okay, so I haven't got any night vision or thermal. I don't have a lot of tech, to be fair. Um, I think the mobile phone is probably the most useful thing, just in terms of taking photos, keeping notes. Um, you know, when you when you're doing some of the, the the kind of more LARPy role play missions where you've got you've got to obtain information and build up a picture of your enemy network and stuff like that, mm -hmm. that's obviously quite useful. Um, other than that, see, I like your compass watch. You know, the one that your your inexpensive watch. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. If we're going to talk that level, so I got like a fifteen pound watch off of Amazon that has a, a very basic compass feature and it's got a light up bevel. Um, so. 
you know, ultimately it tells the time, it lights up, so I can tell the time at night, and it's got a very basic compass on it, so I can give a rough idea of where north is, because that's always quite useful if you're trying to orientate yourself on a map. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so yeah, okay, I'd include that one. Yeah, yeah. So probably my phone and the watch. Nice, fair play. Hmm. Like yourself. Um, trying to think, really. I mean, yeah, obviously the phone is 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 sort of a generic go-to, isn't it? Really, your phone. Um, I suppose some gadgety sort of techie stuff that I use, sort of, I suppose, out in the field. Um, obviously, I've got my thermal and my nods. Um, would be um something steering away from that. Um, I want to think now. See, I don't. I'm quite basic. You know what I mean? It's like on the scale of like, be useful in any way. Well, I'll tell you what I've got. I've got the Garnum um, Trekker. I can't remember the serial number of it now, um, which I've used a couple of times. But again, it's been the size of the game. It's just another thing to carry that you don't really require because basically you can plot, you can, you can, it records your move and you can set, you can set it to drop a waypoint every 150 meters or 120, 150 foot or whatever you want to do. And then once you've finished where you're going to, you can set, literally set it to retrace. So it will actually bring you back use via those waypoints that you set on the map, oh, so you can essentially be dropped off in the middle of nowhere and say right you've got to go five miles that way or, or get to this location uh, without a map or anything like that but apart from that and you could say right set waypoints and then it'll, you'll go but then to find your way back you literally it will literally just follow your route back stopping off at the waypoints you've set on the way there so that's quite cool the old garnum uh, tracker yeah i'll get the number for that actually i was downstairs in my pack so is that linked into your phone again it's, it's, just so it's, 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 it's a tiny little, it's probably sort of vape battery sort of size with a little LED screen, which is you can illuminate it or, um, or in darkness sort of thing. It's got a little Velcro case. So you can strap it around your rifle, around your wrist. It's like a, it's basically like a giant, like a large wristwatch sort of type size. Oh. And it'll have a little screen there. It gives you your, your latitude. It gives you your out, you know, it's got like an outer meter and things like that on it. All different bits and bobs, which is pretty cool. Here, have a little bit of kit. I like that. But like I say, I don't I very rarely ever use it because I've not I've not been to events where it hasn't sort of been needed. Do you know what I mean? No. You know, you haven't we haven't had to patrol for like an hour to get somewhere or, or go via different locations and cross things and woodland that all looks the same. And do you know what I mean? It's, it's mm. it is essentially it is all very contained. Nine times out of ten, within sort of like a two or three kilometer radius of a perimeter, all within inside that is the event. Do you know what I mean? So. I think the only yeah. thing I would say is if you're going to an event that's brand new, um, you've never been to the site before, it can be quite useful to have. I mean, obviously, maps and things are good, but if you go to a woodland site that you've got no real understanding of the, the site. So, for example, uh, the, the sort of the private site that we go to occasionally, I've got a rough idea of where things are, but when you bring the proper dense undergrowth, I'm lost. That's it. I've got. Mm. I've got to come out of there, and I've got to work out where I am to reorient. Well, and 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 and, is, and, that, and that's good in the, in a way, isn't it? Where it, where it is so untouched and it's all natural, and it's just like there's natural cover there. You haven't got a great deal of reference points and things like that. Um, it really does make you sort of like rely on your map reading skills and like sort of orientating yourself. And I think that's no bad thing at all, really. Isn't exactly. that half the fun though, as well? Exactly that. Exactly that, mate. Exactly that. Getting yourself lost it, a little bit. For events, it and is. Stuff. But then after the second hour, you're like, oh, "I want to get out of this now." <laughs> yeah, 
Or when I sent us all up to that old lady's house. <laughs> when I took us up to that old lady's house at Octo. Where's this red line? Oh, it's not here. Just keep going. <laughs> Ended up at some old deer's house. <laughs> we did that at, um, at the National Airsoft Festival. Like There was a clear... Well, I say there was a clear mark on the map as to where you weren't allowed to go past, but we weren't sure what track we were on. So we kept going and ended up basically piling into some old, some old uh, deer's garden. And we're like, I think we've gone too far. I think it was, just, <laughs> yeah. it was um, my brother and I and then these two Belgium guys that didn't speak a lot of English. So they, they were like, oh, this is great. <laughs> <laughs> didn't realise they were buildings. Um, so. uh, Nick, Lance says, uh, sorry, Lance. Nick says, can you PM me the details of that Garmin thingy you use for waypoints, please? I will indeed, sir. And James, details of the watch, Mike. I am just currently trying to find them, funnily enough. Um, I can't seem to find it as quickly as I thought I was going to. Um, I've also been looking at how we can actually present some of this stuff on the website as well, um, in terms of links and things to various products and stuff that we talk about. Um, so obviously we have our reviews um, where we, we are kind of adding to that. No, we do have the reviews. I've been slowly <laughs> releasing them because I don't I don't want to upload them all at once. Um, but we've got we do have you know this ever increasing pile of reviews on there, um, which obviously goes into a lot of detail. Um, but it's it's just, it's hard to try and find somewhere that's like a little platform that we can mm. put. I don't just want to have a list of stuff on the website. It just seems a bit, I don't know, a bit cack, I guess. We'll have a think. We'll have a think. Yeah. Sorry, I was just a bit way late. Uh, Nick, um, this is very crude, but it's essentially that, mate. If that's any good to you there. Garmin Fortrex. Whoa. Yeah, just to give you an idea of the imagery. There we go, mate. Hmm. One of them bad boys. So what else? What have we missed? What sort of, um, we obviously didn't discuss night vision or thermal at all. No, I mean, everyone sort of knows it, don't they? You know, thermal picks up heat signatures. Night vision doesn't. It yeah. does assist you with a... <laughs> In a nutshell, that's it. And we've got a whole episode on it already. Ferm Ferm well, thermal you, sees, you, uh, you guys have. There's no hiding from it. Yeah. What about, about, those, uh, what about those sound things? You know, that the, the, the proper old school spy, like the little, they've got the headphones of the big like radar. Well, see, there could be a benefit there to using that. You know, like the sound magnifiers, you know what I mean? Where you've got a... You literally target a specific location, you know, to amplify sound. That could be quite cool. Pointing it around the woods and you see a... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which would probably be more than likely. Yeah. Found the shitting trench. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, but the trouble is, you know, someone will be like they'll just point it down at like an ant ant's nest or something. Oh <laughs> getting well, Wayne, distracted. Wayne's, uh, Wayne's put a good uh, question in at the top there. So it doesn't have to be electronic. What about the um Odin speed load and things like that? Hmm? Yeah, absolutely. If it makes your game yeah, it's easier, technology, isn't it? it's, it's a lot quicker. Yeah. You know, it's it's it, it, it's a uh, it's a handy bit of kit to have. I must admit, I haven't got the Odin speed loader. I think I've got some moody one, but it does the job. To be fair, I've looked at Odin speed loaders, but they've been out of stock. Where did I look for it? And it was out of stock. I have to have another look, actually, because I do. I do. It is on its last leg, so when I, when I do uh, need to invest in new one, I will get one of the Odin speed loaders because they are bloody good. They really are. Yeah, I love mine. I have it was to, probably uh, one of the first with like buying like a little the little the little. Uh, nine mil sort of pouch size speed loader which i which i think just, i've still got my original first ever one 
You know, like the, the, the smoky grey sort of plasticky click, 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 click. Fits in a nine mil pouch. Holds about 130 rounds, I think. Still got mine now. Still going strong. Still a wicked bit of kit. Um, but that was probably one of the second things I bought, sort of like speed loadery wise. And I've had that for years now, five years old, five years old. It's all good. Held together wow, with sniper yeah. tape and zip ties, but it still works. <laughs> yeah, I just realised that Pegasus is uh, Ashley, who we were, or Ash that we were, and I run with him quite regularly. Um, and he 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 made me get a um, yeah, that was one. Oh yeah. Um, there we go. Yeah, to be honest, at Sterling, have a great zero. Most people are using maps enough. Yeah, yeah, that's it, mate. Exactly. If look, as long as you, as long as you, you've orientated your map in yourself with the site you're at, you've got good comms with zero. You're on comms with your with the other section commanders or team leaders for your for your specific sides, uh, teams, however many there are. You should be able to get a good enough, uh, good enough lay of the land. Without having to rely on phone because that pissed me off after all, having to get your fucking phone out before. Pretty sure night uh, time <laughs> light screens. <laughs> sure that BZ has the Odin in stock lance. BZ, I'm guessing that's Battle Zone. Who's BZ? Sure. There you go. <laughs> but yeah, um, Ash told me to get one. Yeah, he told me to get one, and I, I bought it. And I got to admit, I absolutely love it. But I've got the one with the uh, rubber lining, or the uh, they do one with like a silicon lining inside, so you can literally shake it and you hardly get any rattle. Oh, the sound! Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. good. That's that's yeah. See, that's the only thing. Like, um, we've got obviously this weekend. Uh, Terry said, you know, there's, you, you can carry ammo on you. He said, I expect you to bomb up in the field when you're under a firefight, and that's so obviously you know they obviously don't take the piss. You're not using high caps and things like that. But you know, if you mm. need to bomb your mags up, bomb them up. You know, you've got a speed load in your day sack. That's what your BZ tactical. Cheers, mate. I'll have a look at that, bud. Nice Um, yeah, I think that's fair enough to be able to do that. And, to, and but it's it's always been a worry of mine. Of yeah, it's all well and good when you when they're filled to the brim and you've given it a little wind on to put a few in the chamber and then you <laughs> fill up that, just give it a little shake and a little few more in there to stop it rattling. But as soon as you've bombed up like four mags, it's like. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> <laughs> but that's why i like those bags you know those little bags that i bought for like five quid yes they're cool mate yeah they were pretty hand they were pretty handy mm-hmm. as long as you can dampen down really... that sound with a bloody yeah. polymer ba- box that they're all rattling about in <laughs> but then again that's technology moving forward as well isn't it like technology is yeah. quite a mm. anything a that makes broad... your game better Anything to make yeah. your game better, totally. Do you reckon there's anything out there that we could come up with in like the last 10 minutes of the show that doesn't exist yet? Is there anything that you can think of that's like... Well, I mean, what have we given? We've given Harry a year's oh, no, worth No, I know of... we've come up with Harry with a load of... <laughs> yeah. I mean... But in terms of... In terms of... Because we, we come up with stuff to make the game better, I would say. But do you think there's anything out there that you can come up with like almost immediately to say, oh, it'd be really cool if you could have something that did this? Laser alarm systems so you have to go proper so it's like got all the you want laser grids <laughs> laser grids that you've got to kind you've of sneak spray, through spraying that, spraying yeah the, um, oxygen stuff out so it lights up the yeah. beam yeah, nice. yeah. <laughs> and if you touch it it Long just it. sets off an alarm somewhere so that could be I'm, fun. I'm sure there must be laser trips out there already where it's, it's, I mean, essentially just a laser onto a prism isn't it if it's if and if it if it mm. gets broken it sets the alarm off 
Got my work cut out for me for the next year. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> and we also want some laser tripwires, uh, Harry. If you could just chuck them in there, that one, mate. that'd be great. Thank you. If um, and also if you could do a laser pointer for a mortar, that'd be grand. Oh yeah, nice yeah. curve. <laughs> you know what? That would be quite cool to get like an actual aiming device for a mortar that would sort of give you a bit more accuracy. But then, how could you could you do it? I no, mean, are they that stringently good. made where one's got a little bit more powder in than another? And well, you'd need to set out like a massive and... weather station to work out what the weather's going in there. Well, <laughs> yeah. Some sort of aiming prop for a... But then again, why would you? Because a 38 mil tube, it's not got an aiming thing on it, is it? it even though, I don't think even the real ones have got like an aiming aid on them. It's just a handheld. No. Just... Yeah, you're good there. You know, you're off, you know, shift right, back 100. And you sort of angle it a bit more. All right, okay. <laughs> But Nick says we use yeah, nature cameras, cameras that have an alarm on that lets your phone know and show pictures. See, I've got a trail camera, but I don't think it's a Bluetooth one. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it looks exactly the same as that, but I don't think it does. Um, I don't think I can connect it. You essentially, you get a memory card in there, and then you can just go and retrieve the memory card and uh, watch what you found out on there. But <laughs> I know you can get Bluetooth ones. James C says seismic sensors used during the Vietnam War quite successfully, but not made anymore. Hmm. So seismic, so what, it's almost to detect footfall, I suppose, is it or hmm. seismic? Yeah, digging tunnel digging, and that I suppose. Not that we're going to be. Digging I wish there tunnels. were more landmines, like landmines, an actual landmine. Yeah, just don't just take that out of context. Like obviously, landmines in the real world are horrific, and like minefields are a nightmare. But it would be good to actually have like a proper, I guess, disposable system that you could bury. That you can just leave there and forget about. Like, 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 but I don't know how that would work because you need it to like disintegrate before the next game, I guess. Otherwise, you can mm. get a whole lot of skirmishes yeah. turn up at the next. The well, next not game, only skirmishes, you've got to think about the poor little bunny wabbits as well, don't you? Yeah. yeah. Biodegradable landmines. I don't think they're going to catch on. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I do no, get what you're saying. You see what I mean? Like, if you can actually have like a yeah. proper minefield that you've, you've got to negotiate through, or whatever, to actually go right, that area is just properly mined, um, rather than rather than having like red tape to say, oh, you can't go through here because it's a minefield. Actually, make it a minefield. That'd be cool. Oh, and do yeah. your old get your knife out and probe the ground. Well, I've got my Valen, so I could I could whisk yeah, over that with Valen, spraying everything fucking Smurf blue. <laughs> so, <laughs> well sorted there. Don't go anywhere, anywhere then, blue, lads. Just yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then you could start bringing in metal detectors and things like that, couldn't you? Mm. Into that sort we of scenario. Used, so we we have used that before, um, but we were on a site that was basically they'd used like a lot of made ground to balance out the paths and stuff. And made ground is just full of bits of metal, old nails mm. and stuff like that. So genuinely, yeah. I was just going along, going, "Oh fuck, there's mines everywhere." <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the old Valon was doing overtime for that first yeah. 20 minutes. I mean, I'm in no it. way trained to use it, so I was like, oh, shit, metal. There's metal everywhere. Yeah, oh, my God, we're all fucked. <laughs> <laughs> Harry says there are water and power, uh, powder landmines out there, um, but boom yeah. mines are uh, tricky for safety reasons. Well, I completely agree. I mean, it's the same with tripwires and stuff Especially like that. Especially if you're like, prone and things like that. and Yeah. Lay on a landmine. That would be terrible. Because some companies did a smoke one. That we used to use for uh, reenactments, mm. and it used you used to leave it on so us reenactors could see where it was, so someone could 
tread on it and it sets off. Right, okay. Um, so you knew it was sort of coming as part so, of it. So you knew it was there, but you could scenario. quite you could quite easily throw a bit of leaves over it and mm. have well, some walk over some... it and it I made some for an for a for an APOC event, and it was essentially um, a sensor pad which are used in nursing homes to detect if someone's like falling out of their bed or mm. taking a tumble. Mm -hmm. And it's essentially like a sort of largest sort of double A four A three sort of size pad that's got a posi neggy. So as soon as pressure is applied to that plate, it will send a signal to an alarm. And that's that's essentially what we've done. Is we bought some. I'm trying to think what they were like 30, 40 decibel little white boxes with a red LED flasher stupidly loud sort of like horrendous screaming alarm uh, a little bit of twin and earth well didn't need the earth obviously sort of like 20 meters so the actual pressure plate was in one location a detonator was a bit further back behind them so although they set it off the explosion was further back although it wasn't an explosion it was a loud loud oh, yeah. large sound worked perfectly you know put it inside a heavy really heavy duty rubble sack it was relatively water it had like a faux leverish sort of covering to it like a pvc sort of cover so it's relatively waterproof um but we put it inside of a heavy duty rubble sack and duct tape the, the flap over so it's nice and flat and you could bury that sort of like a couple of inches of dirt or light like soil over the top of it and it made a perfect contact set an alarm off it's brilliant really good and there's another element there like mike's saying if you've got an eod team got to locate it you know rather than pulling the pressure plate out of the ground they've got to trace the wire back to the actual debt box you could have a simple disconnection point there where they could disconnect it and then it's now made safe flag it and move on yeah cool little things like that we've done it yeah. and then it's like, that's like objective markers as well it used to be i'll oh, raise the flag drop the flag that's that's yeah. what you've got to do whereas now there's games where you literally you have to go in and you have to put in a code and it gives you and it disarms a section and then they have to come in and re-put in the code and things like that and yeah, then like at the end of the game it's it more difficult you know so it all you know, putting, bomb, putting in, bombs and stuff out, or, or electrical devices, or whatever you want to call it, um, it's good for like, if uh, if NATO have got to set ambushes and they've got to put some out, or, or for whatever reason, mm. and then Op Four have to locate them and disarm them and, or, 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 and recover them for themselves to use back on NATO later on or whatever. You know, there's, there's those are possibilities there with like, little props, game props like that, which I think is what um, Legion are good for their props. Um, Octo are very good for their props, um, and also SEO boys. They're very a lot of the companies now are coming along leaps and bounds with all their the props and the immersion and what they're putting into the game and that you know i've been talking recently with terry about like obviously have you squared your kit away for this weekend he said no i can't even get to my own personal kit yet because it's full of props but the, the, my garage is just full of props for the event so i can't <laughs> do anything with my own stuff until i've got all that stuff up to the site i just sent him a picture of me in my living room with all my gear laid out he's like fuck off <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, sorry mate <laughs> but yeah that's no, all good it's all good Octavate says uh, we rigged a pressure pad to a charge on a doorway inside and then watched the door kicker try and kick the door in when he only had to push it open. Nice. Uh, fell a bit flat when it still hadn't caved in after four or five kicks and we had to just tell him to push. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite good. I am um, actually, so AI 500, so the, um, the event we're going to in April, Lance, I know the last one we went to of that, they had, um, they rigged up um, proper C4 blocks. So you had to, like, you put the C4 block on the thing and then it actually had a little Mark V in there that went off um, nice. on a 9-volt charge. So that was quite cool. So you couldn't just, like, breach certain doors. You had to have a proper breaching person. Yeah, that's um, cool. That's cool. I like that. And it, again, then, it also comes back to, like, it's, it's, giving, it's designating people roles within 
your section. So mm. you've not just got like a team leader, possibly a radio operator, or the team lead radio op combined as one person, and then sort of like seven riflemen or a couple of LMGs. Do you know what I mean? You've got you've got guys within that team who, like you say, are EOD. Do you know what I mean? And, and little roles. Like that. It's also it's, nice. It's nice if the tasking as well. I mean, it, it, it's hard because you can't send someone on a training course before they go to a skirmish event. Um, but it's nice when you give them like a task that no one else can actually physically do. No, um, you, for example, if, them. Got, if you have to have a shotgun to breach a certain door, then that requires that certain person to do it. Mm, you mm. see what I mean? Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, again, absolutely. if you've got yeah. like an EOD that's got like a little book, they have to flick through to actually disarm something. Yeah, um, 100%. Yeah. One thing yeah. I'd like to say it's, it is, gives um, people within the team that little sense, a little bit more sense of worth in, and like actually like sort of, sort of supply, not just being I'm just a rifleman, yeah. sort of cannon fodderish. Not that they are that, but you know, it's, it's a little added element which sort of keeps them involved a bit more. Do you know what I mean, everyone's got a place, you know. Hi, Damien. Thanks for joining. <laughs> just leaving. <laughs> um, <laughs> Evening, Damo. Bit late, son. <laughs> one thing, one thing I'd love to see is, um, you know, like RFD, RFID cards and things like that. Mm. I was sort of like DEA games where you've got, say, multiple cartels. Um, you know, like the civilian population is a vast element of the kind of the makeup of the event. And then you might have like a small police force, a DEA task force or something like that. And then maybe like a proper hardcore mafia mm. Um, mm. where you've got to like keep track. And like we've done games before, but you have to build up that hierarchy and work out who the person is you have to target. If you could have cards with like IDs and stuff on it that you have to scan. To actually get See, that's the what I was. You know, and I, I will. That, you, that idea was a wicked idea, and I also thought, well, tell you, you could take it a step further of like within like the cartel side, if they've got all got these ID cards on them. Um, that say, for example, within the cartel, there are four teams. You got yellow, red, blue, and green. Uh, you've got to capture the four yellow team and scan their cards. And once all four cards have been scanned, it will give you the head of the yellow team. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That you then you yeah. can then go over, go after as a legitimate target. Now they've not necessarily all got to be like all the yellows together, all the greens together. You could have a combination, so you could have like three yellows and one green guy with them, and and vice versa. Do you know what I mean? So you could think, oh, we've got this section here, but oh shit, we're still a yellow short. Where is he? Who could he be with? You know, mm. adds that to it. And then you, like you said, didn't you start building that triangle up to the, the to you know cut the head off a snake at the end, sort of thing? That's it's like ac cool. acquiring data as well. It'd be cool to actually have. You know, I mean, I know Harry says an NFC card props already in the works, um, but it'd be Busy cool. If you, Bumblebee, if you, go and, <laughs> you go and secure a laptop. You're not just sitting there going, "Oh, I've, I've got the laptop. We've got the data. We can leave." You've actually physically got to download something onto a card. You've then got mm. that card, and then and then it becomes a searchable asset as well. So yeah. or, 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 or be able to retrieve data off a laptop prior to someone getting back to that mm. location. Like yeah. you could get a recce team out there on a, on a building, wait for them to leave. Right, send a unit in now. You've got two minutes to get logged on, download this to a data stick, get out. Place has got to remain the same. All that sort of spy shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then also as well, they'd have to find like the login details and things like that. So you'd this have to go exactly, after yeah. the then that, that, would, that would bring your micro caterpillar drone that's on the plant in the office. Looking for the numbers. <laughs> yeah. the you just want to use a rectal drone. camera, don't you? I don't want to use a rectal <laughs> camera. No. Not an airsoft event, anyhow. <laughs> <laughs> and forget for, the camera. <laughs> I, want to, I want to use it for what it was born to be used for. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, Nick Mike's says, like, oh, I'm scared. 
don't know where to go. Uh, Nick says, like the Gulf War deck of cards. Like, yeah, exactly, exactly that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very similar to that. Uh, Pegasus was at an event where we had to have a breaching kit and there was a designated locks started around. We could cut to gain entry to a building. That's cool. Yeah, see, yeah, I like that. Mm. See, I think, I think that's that Sterling, element. Uh, I think that was Sterling. Ash, Mike, didn't that... you say they did something similar on AI 500? If a door was... Yeah, so AI... You couldn't enter it without blowing it up. AI's got two did. doors that you can't pass through. So there was ones that were covered in like an aluminium foil that you could shoot through. And the way that you could tell that it had been shot through is because obviously the aluminium foil had blown inside. So you'd be like, oh, that, mm -hmm. that door's been breached. Uh, and then there was the ones that required like the C4 charge to go off. That, that was quite cool. Because again, we, we got to a doorway. We couldn't go through it until we had someone with a shotgun come up and we all got absolutely um, hammered. Because we're all just standing outside the doorway, unable to move. So that, that makes a massive difference. I, I want the I want the I think the, the result of this conversation is I want something to take down drones. I want some sort of anti-air yeah. cannon. Lance, you're still muted. Oh, sorry. Yeah, you want a laser guided, <laughs> non-missile firing, laser launcher, bazooka yeah. thing. Yeah. And what's the uh, I mean, acronym for that? I've no idea. Let me work on it. <laughs> I'll get back to you. Oh, there'll be you more like science the, um, next week. Deactivated javelins or something like that. I mean, you can pick those up at like War and Peace. That'll be. Yeah, you can absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With the end laws, or whatever they're called. Do you know what I mean? You can get yeah. one of them and just. Because that as well, when you've got something you're lugging around that's actually useful. Like there's yeah, nothing this, worse this than just carrying a, stuff. This is a thing. Yeah. <laughs> we can do things with this. <laughs> end laws, that's uh, it, Damien. Yes, end laws, that's the one. Yeah. Uh, right, last few questions and things. Damien says, my patients don't care about my no-fro time. Oh, sorry, Ben. No. <laughs> Inconsiderate fools. James <laughs> uh, C, for a mortar, it would depend on ground firmness as well. It could have an angle device on it for preset ranges. Mm, yeah. I find it's the wind, though, that's the major drag. It's... it's... Hey. Hey. It's the... Uh... <laughs> Uh, Harry says, I feel I'll be watching this episode back a few times to extend my already lengthy projects list. So. If anyone else has got any ideas they want Harry to make, um, <laughs> yeah. this is details. Like Harry at nobo.com. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's not a real thing. You don't, you don't, don't, email email. Email. I don't know where that goes. Fill in our question form on uh, Harry, Harry, Harry.co.uk. <laughs> <laughs> Oh dear, right, we're probably better call it a day, lads. Um, next week we've got Mike from Legion joining us. So we're gonna be doing a, a QA with him. Uh, big man from Legion, the, ladies and gentlemen. We've got the Legion Milsim on the 25th, 26th, 27th. Um, so be a prime time to ask questions, sort of sneak any sneaky hints and bits and pieces like that. So yes. if you've got any questions in the meantime, whack them in the um uh on Instagram or I'll tell you what, Andy, do you want to go through the uh Yes, I can do it again. You can't uh, just wait so... and Andy, because I do. <laughs> no, it's fine. I already preempted it and I've got it written out. <laughs> My guy. Big brain moments over here. Um, so you can uh, follow us on Insta at November underscore Foxtrot underscore NoFo um, or Facebook and YouTube um, or contact us on the email address, which is nofochat at hotmail.com. Um, or our website, which is novemberfoxtrot.co.uk or lancelancelance.com. Okay. Not for much longer. How long is left on that one? Uh, till yeah. November. Till November. Still and then long. I might renew it. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> 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 it's only like a couple of quid. 
Oh, so. bless. <laughs> also, again, check out our friends. logo. Oh, yeah. Uh, is Andy now a host or something? <laughs> Just ignore him, Andy. Ignore him. <laughs> ignore, his, ignore his silliness. I feel hurt now. <laughs> yes, I, I am. Silly's got to listen back to if this, I... and he also, he'll, he'll, listen, yeah. he'll hear us um, giggling about him earlier, which he's yeah, missed. Yeah, so Silly, we uh, we actually mentioned, oh, Ed, even, I'm going to call you Silly. Uh, Ed, we actually mentioned you a little while back. <laughs> silly. Yeah, so quite a lot. So uh, that's, that's something for you to listen back to. There you go. There we go, yeah. Get your rocks off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, so in the meantime, if you want to leave us a review, you can do so on iTunes. Uh, you must. You must do that. Maybe Facebook, anything like that. Um, any sort of five-star reviews get read out uh, by one of us in a ridiculous accent of your choosing. And the um, shit ones will as well, if they're, if they're yeah. funny. The, the ones yeah. will. I'll read out the ones. The one-star reviews, I'll read them out. No, it's got to be five-star still, but it can be... It can, uh, five-star be... reviews, but they can be shit five-star yeah. reviews. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you don't want any one-stars, no. You don't want any that nonsense. No. <laughs> yeah. There's no point going on there, is it? <laughs> <laughs> In the meantime, I just want to draw attention to Andy's picture that he's had up for the entire episode that no one has commented on. Um, Shame on all of you. You was going to win a brand new set of... No, you weren't. Yeah. <laughs> we were going to give you away a Vortex topic, but never mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's see what you could have won. <laughs> yeah. Oh, look, it's a, it's a mustard-coloured box on Nova. <laughs> right, say yeah, goodbye, no, lads. Cheerio. Ciao. <laughs> bye bye everybody bye 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 bye